episode two and a half of the We The Fans Network. Last week, Boomer, we got all messed up, man. We did a whole hour, me, you, and Mike, and Tony, who they don't know who Tony is now. And, uh, and it's gone. It's just, it, it was gone. As soon as we finished, it was gone. Yeah, uh, that's too bad. There was good stories on that. There was. That was actually uh, you know, really miss out. It was. It was a good episode. Um, but we're here now, and you can follow me. I changed the social media. You could follow Twitter uh, at what well, I forgot what it is at we the fans underscore Ron is the Twitter account, and the new Instagram account is at we the fans network. Um, there's gonna be well, I actually reached out to a few people on social media. Boomer, I didn't tell you, um, but yeah, um, one or two people maybe started to do some stuff with us. Uh, there's gonna be there's gonna be a few things going on. Um, as usual, you could find the video show on YouTube. If you're listening to the audio, you could go over to the YouTube and check out some of the video. If you're listening, if you're watching the video, and you don't want to keep YouTube open, go over to the audio. Search We the Fans podcast on any podcast app, and it'll come up. At We the Fans, we're all about just being fans. We're sports fans. We like to argue. We like to debate. Me and Boomer get into it sometimes. Whoever else is going to come here and get on the show is going to get into it with us sometimes. We're going to be putting out all different types of content. And we want help from you, the person listening. You want to be part of it. All we want is sports fans here to debate, talk, and uh, discuss things like you do with your friends. When you're at a game, watching a game, whatever you're doing. So speaking of Boomer, I had a pretty miserable weekend. <sighs> the Yankees lost to the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the worst way possibly could have happened in Yankee Stadium. Um, the last two games were miserable. Blowout in game two, or game three, rather. Um... It was just. It was. Did you watch any of it? I watched none of it. I'm not gonna lie to you, one bit. <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna have to go on a little bit of a rant because some of the decisions that were made, and I keep looking over because the giant Giant Eagles Thursday Night Football yeah, is about to I'm start. Uh, if we seem distracted at all, that's what, that's what we're distracted by. But let's start with John Carlos Stanton, reigning NL MVP. Signed to a giant contract, and I get it's his first year playing as a DH, not playing the field every day. It's his first year in the American League. It's his first year playing in New York, which is probably the most significant thing of all of it, right? So I understand not being able to come through and and, and not – I don't want to say not being able to deal with the pressure, but not being used to it, I guess, not having all that on your shoulders – I get it. That being said, getting up bases loaded twice, Yankees, Red Sox, postseason in the ALDS, and you don't come through once, one time with no outs, it, it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's inexcusable. It needs to be corrected next year. This team needs major changes next year. Love where they're at, but there's some major things that need to go on. Um, Gary Sanchez, I'm over him. I don't care about his two home runs he had in the game. I mean, I, I don't think we need him. A guy batted around 180 in the regular season. He had two postseason home runs. Good for him. I mean, they didn't win the series, so what does it really matter? Uh, we had 
problems with him behind the plate in the postseason, just like we did in the regular season. It's not worth putting up with. Get rid of Gary Sanchez. Get me a, get me another pitcher because we're about to lose CC. Not that he looked great the other day, um, but we obviously they need starting pitching anyway. And going into pitching, how Boomer? I don't know if you heard about this. Luis Severino, the starter for the first game back in Yankee Stadium after the after they come back from Boston. Game time was seven forty. He was told game time was eight o'clock. Don't know why. Don't know why. Didn't get the warm-up time he usually gets, boom. You know what happened? He got yeah. rocked. Yeah, 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 he got rocked, exactly. And, uh, I mean, he looked good when he first started. But not only did he get rocked, he was relieved in the fourth inning. Should have came out in the third. Relieved in the fourth after giving up a bunch of runs. So he gets taken out, bases loaded. I believe there was no outs at the time. Who Aaron Boone decides to put in blows my mind. Lance Lynn, who's not a relief pitcher, not a reliever, never came in before with probably men in scoring position, let alone bases loaded, ever in his life. Probably never happened. But Aaron Boone thinks it's a good idea. To put him in in relief, bases loaded, no outs. Of course, he gives up runs. He, I, I'm, I, it was just, how stupid can you be? I, it's his first year managing, but this is just ridiculous. I mean, how do you make a decision like that when you have guys like Zach Britton, Chad Green in the in the bullpen? These guys are used to coming out. Chad Green has been a great pitcher. These guys are used to coming out with men on base, and you decide to put in Lance Lynn. Let's go on to the elimination game. CC Sabathia is pitching. I felt good about CC pitching. Boom! I felt okay about CC because he's the old dog, and I thought maybe the old dog was gonna dig us out of the hole that we were in. I was wrong, but I don't manage the team. And for Aaron Boone to think it's a good idea to put CC Sabathia in rather than put in Tanaka, who is lights out in the postseason. Or put in Jay Hat, let him get his revenge for what happened when he was in, when he started that game in Boston. Look what happened to Tanaka last year. Tanaka got beat by Cleveland last year, came back and was lights out afterwards, and the Yankees wind up winning winning the series. There, there's a difference, number one, between pitching in Boston and pitching home in Yankee Stadium. I think every everybody knows that whether you watch baseball or not. There's also it also means something if you start a guy in Boston in a rivalry game. And I'm talking about Jay Hat. You start him in Boston. He doesn't do what you think he was going to do and hold it down the way you think he was going to. It would mean something if you brought him back to start the elimination game. I think it would have been a good idea. I think your choices had to be Hat or or Tanaka. I went with Sabathia because as a Yankee fan, I love Sabathia. I'll ride Sabathia all day. Hence why, in my eyes, he, he, he's a Yankee for life. Whatever he did with Cleveland and Milwaukee doesn't mean anything. But... The fact, the way they got eliminated was embarrassing. The fact that it was to the Red Sox was even more embarrassing. The decisions that were made were terrible. I'm sick of seeing Aaron Judge bat in the two-hole. I don't want to see Giancarlo Stanton there either. These guys are three, four, five hitters. Aaron Boone is not going to get fired, but I would not be mad if he did. 
changes need to be made. Sonny Gray needs to go. Uh, you know, I, I'm fine. Get rid of Luke Voigt, too. What does he do? He, he's, a, he's another power hitter that we can only rely on to hit home runs. And he can't play first base defensively very well. So what is he doing for us? Nothing. Changes need to be made, Boomer. Changes <laughs> need to be made. Oh, man. So overreaction Thursday. Is no, it's not overreaction. Say. I've been saying these things for months. I've been saying these things for months. Just like I said before um, fucking Porzingis got hurt, that he should be traded too. We're not going to talk about that, but it's just another point I, I made way before that, and now he's worth nothing. So before Gary Sanchez's batting average drops, and I'm talking about career batting average, drops down even more because he, when he first came in, he was so hot, no pitcher could get him out. Next year, he was he, stats went down a little bit. He played basically a full season. He was hurt a little bit, but it wasn't just a month where life, where pitchers couldn't get him out like, like the season before. This year, he got hurt. He batted a 180 for the year. If this is who Gary Sanchez is, and all he can do is hit the long ball, and other than that, he's not even going to be able to get on base, and he's going to bat 200 or below, now's the time to get rid of him before we Fumble. find out that that's who he is. Fumble on opening kickoff in the NFL game. Eagles get it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> not a good start for the, for the Giants. Um, fly, Eagles, fly, baby. I got money on them. Do you? Oh, oh yeah. All right. Well, you know, I'm always rooting for the Giants. I like to see Eli win. I like to see the Giants. Uh, but that's all I got to say about the Yankees. I, I'm just pissed off. I'm pissed off. And I, and I, I want – these things need to happen. They need – and it's and it's on Cashman's head right now. It's on Brian Cashman's head. And who, who, who are you going to get? Like, you want to get rid of all these players. Who are you going to get? You I get want Bryce Patrick Harper, Corbin. He's just a power hitter. I want Patrick Corbin. He's a starting pitcher for the Colorado Rockies. I want him – they need to make up, Boomer, I, I know you're probably not aware of it, but they need to make up on missing out on Garrett Cole. They need to make up on missing out on Justin Verlander, who are two of the best pitchers in the league right now, if, and, and they're both in Houston. In my opinion, I think Houston's going to beat Boston, and Houston's going to wind up in the World Series again, probably winning back-to-back -back because I think they're the best team in baseball. But missing out on those guys was huge. And I know Garrett Cole, before he went to Houston, wasn't as good as he is with Houston. He became a lot better afterwards. And I don't know if that's a tribute to the team or just he started just playing to his true potential. But these are two starting pitchers that the Yankees lost out on that would have changed everything if they would have signed one of these guys. We went into this series, and, and, and I'm not saying Boston has great pitching either, because Porcello and Evaldi, I mean, besides the fact that they own the Yankees, in the regular season or postseason, they're not great pitchers. But the Yankees missed out on Sale. He went to Boston. Great pitcher. I want Patrick Corbin at least. At least. we They stocked up the bullpen uh, towards the end of the trade deadline this past season. Now get me starters. We need to fix this rotation. Maybe even bring up uh, – oh, wow, nice hit. Uh, actually, Giants have the ball, Boomer. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they – well, they called it a fumble, and then they boost reviewed it. And oh, I've been, I've been yeah. on this rant. I haven't even been paying yeah. attention to that. <laughs> we, uh, we all noticed. <laughs> I, want, I want Patrick Corbin. I want a pitcher. Start. We need at least one or two more starting pitchers, and, and I'm fine with starting Romine at catcher if we got to get Sanchez out to uh, get us what we need. I'm fine with it. Boomer. I uh, honestly don't care about baseball at all. I don't know how anybody watches it and is even somewhat entertained in life. It is now the Eagles got the ball. Terrible. 
it is completely driven by statistics anymore. It's not even a yeah, game of people anymore. It's, hey, this the statistics said let's take somebody out this inning because that's the way it works. It's completely stupid. The game is falling apart. It's so bad, picked off. And it's, I just can't stand watching it. Yeah, but you know what? The, uh, I'm sorry, Boomer, and, and I completely disagree with you. We could argue about that all day. I hate the <laughs> analytics, too. I hate the analytics of baseball. I hate what baseball is becoming, but I love baseball. Uh, and you put that interception on the receiver, on the tight end. The guy didn't even yeah. – that, that was well, a terrible route. Eh, that, at least that's not one of those. I think they need to make a new rule where when the receiver should catch it and pops it up in the air and then it's a picked off and that goal gets a QB, that's bullshit. I've that said – a complete total rule change. Boomer, I've said a long time ago that interceptions should be counted for two positions, the wide receiver and the quarterback. And wh- whoever – it's a judgment call – but for the most part, you could tell. You could if, tell, yeah. if, if a wide receiver, if it hit, hits off his hands and bounces up and a defensive back gets it, well, put that in his stat box, not on the receiver. And I get, uh, not on the cornerback. And I guarantee you, if they were to do that, Eli Manning's interception numbers drop significantly because he has so many balls that bounce off receivers' hands in his career. It's ridiculous. Well, this year it's happened to a lot of quarterbacks. Like, it's happening more than ever because I think now anymore uh, for college, NFL, people aren't focusing on people who can catch. They're only focusing on people with speed. So those speed people can't catch as well as receivers used to. So that's why you see so many more of those tipped interceptions than you used to. I agree with you. Everybody's looking really for speed a lot. Um, Speaking of hands and speed, and it's just something I thought off the top of my head because a receiver that I think of that, uh, kind of got the short end of the stick with like that that type of thinking, but the team he was on seems to be missing him a lot. Is your boy, Des, Des Bryant? Yeah, but you can't put him back in that locker room because you know he's going to create drama. So, no, no way. You know, yeah, I mean he's and then he's going off on Twitter again, making himself look stupid again. Like he just needs to relax until somebody signs him. He, he needs to just get off Twitter altogether. Touchdown, I mean, touchdown Eagles. <laughs> yeah, fly Eagles fly. Even though I hate them with a passion, but yeah. you know, when you got money on them, you instantly become a fan. That's all I know. But you're right. Dez can't go back in that locker room at this point. I know he can't go back to the Cowboys, but they their offense is like it's embarrassing. It's pretty bad. And Dak Prescott is showing that he is who to to take a line from last week. Oh no, no, it was two weeks ago. Yeah. It was the original show. He is who I thought he was because Dak Prescott sucks. And I like the Cowboys. I've always rooted for the Cowboys. But the two people holding the Cowboys, that well, of course, Jerry Jones, but he's not included in these two people. But the two people holding the Cowboys down right now, Dak Prescott and Jason Garrett. Boom. They And I didn't mean boom as in boomer. I mean, like, boom, you got it. Like, boom goes the dynamite. And Jason Garrett, how him and Marvin Lewis – both have jobs is is just what what it just doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense Too well Marvin Lewis coach. this year is showing why he stuck around I mean you got to remember Marvin Lewis did take a team that was horrible forever and brought him back to somewhat relevance and I mean they're doing good Boom, that was like Jason 10 years Garrett, ago Jason Garrett said nothing like at all fair enough fair enough but you also got to remember that if Carson Palmer doesn't get hurt who knows what happens? 
Well, yeah, I mean, they might have won. I mean, I think for sure win that playoff game, I think. And who knows what, how much further they went in that thing. So, Marvin I think Palmer Marvin was Lewis one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL at that time. Yeah, for sure. I think Marvin Lewis deserves the stability. Um, I don't know who else they would get anyways. I think I you have to have somebody good to replace you before you can just fire some people. But I think you can get anybody to do Jason Garrett's job. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I don't think you have to even have a plan in place. He's just not good at his job, and he hasn't been. I, I agree with you that Marvin Lewis, I was going to say Marvin Jones, Marvin Lewis uh, deserves some tenure. I, I agree with that. But this long, what has he done since then? He went to the playoffs two years ago. I'm pretty they don't sure win. They don't win. They don't win a playoff game. Well, they go I get the playoffs, they don't win. Would you, rather, would you rather go back to being like 2-14 and 14 like they were? Or yeah, would you rather at, make the playoffs and not win? Look at what happened in... Uh, in, well, then San Diego with Marty Schottenheimer, 14-2 and two almost every year. They make the playoffs, but they're one and done. He lost his job. And, and yeah, Marvin Lewis isn't even doing that San Diego good. Since then. They haven't been terrible since then. Yeah, but they Marvin Lewis been... hasn't even been doing that. Marvin Lewis has, has had four well, yeah, win teams my some point, years. My point is, is that San Diego made a huge mistake by doing that because I they agree. haven't been relevant since they did that. I so agree. That's what the, that's what the would happen if you just all of a sudden fire somebody like Marvin Lewis. No way. Yeah, but Marvin Lewis yeah. isn't even having that type of success. He's not even coming close to that. Oh, come on. They should have won that year. You're it's comparing Marty. All those, families, uh, all those penalties to get him back down to the field to get that field goal to win the game like two, three years ago. You're comparing Marty Schottenheimer to Marvin Lewis. That's a problem. That's a problem, Boomer. That's a problem. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying they're the exact same level, but I'm saying Marvin Lewis turned around a franchise that was absolutely garbage. All right, fine, but if eventually enough is enough, they're they're okay. So they went from being garbage to being mediocre. But now what? They're good again now. They're a 500 team. I guarantee no, you they're, they're four and one. No, 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 no. In Marvin Lewis's time, I guarantee well, but, you they're right around 500. Once again, he took over a complete shit team at the beginning. Okay, but they're just a mediocre 500 team. What does that do? Who cares? What does that do? You can't go and do that. Like, right now, they're good. Two years ago, they were good. Three years ago, they were good. He's had really good seasons, and it's more uh, continuity and than they've ever had in that franchise. So why would you want to let that go? You, you can't all be the New England Patriots. Like, you, you can't just all of a sudden be that. No, but you shouldn't be trying to be 500 for 15 years. Well, come on, man. They still went to the playoffs just because one year they can have a great year, and then the next year they had a really bad year, and then they have a good year again. Like, it's not just like they're all of a sudden always 8-8. Eight eight. No, but they're not, they're not consistently good either. Well, they're not consistently bad either. <laughs> so, so he, all right. So he took them from two and fourteen in two thousand two to back to back. Get ready for this: eight and eight finishes in two thousand three okay, and two thousand four. Fine. And then what? Then what did he do after those eight and eight seasons? In two thousand fifteen, he won his first uh, division title. And. Uh, no, no, no. Go all the way back to that 2-14, and, and you went 8-8, eight 8-8, and, eight, eight and, and then what? Then what was the seasons after that? Next three. Say the next three. I don't have that in front of I don't have that information. <laughs> no, I really don't. Hold on, I'm trying to find it right now. 2000. I don't have it like a stat in front of me like that. I have it. I was just like reading it out of this little article. Yeah, dang it. it. See, this is. Oh, here we this. go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, so 2003, 2004, 8 and 8. They have to go in 2 and 14, okay? 2005, 11 and 5. 
season congratulations okay for the Bengals in how long like 15 oh, years i remember they used to play the browns and they used to play, beat each other 54 48 because they were both the worst teams in the league i remember don't worry but okay so 2006 8 and 8 2007 7 and 9 2008 4 and 11 2009 10 and 6 okay 2010 4 and 12 <laughs> and then we get some winning seasons. Nine and seven, ten and six, eleven and five, ten and five, twelve and four. That's 2011 and 2015. And then the last two years have been very nine, good. Six, nine, and one, and seven and nine. Why does he still have a job? He had five. I don't think. I don't. I think he should definitely still have a job. Get out of here. You're crazy. You like, nobody, you nobody wins constantly all the time in the NFL. You want to hear, like, hear how all of those uh, all, all those winning seasons ended? You ready? Oh, Barkley. Oh, yeah. Go, Saquon. Unless I'm playing against you, then don't. Um, you want to hear how all those winning seasons ended? Yeah. They 2005, lost, the lost in the wild card game. 2009, lost in the wild card game. 2011, wild card game. 12, 13, 14, 15, wild card game, wild card game, wild card game. Wild card game. All right. Now talk to your Miami Dolphins. I knew you were going to go there. I knew you were going to go there. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. What about your I mean, Oakland Raiders? Well, I, I, don't think, I don't think they should have been firing coaches back when they were going 8-8 when they were terrible and they finally had a decent season. And then the next year they fire somebody and then we go back to 2-14. and 14. You know, there like, was you've one got to have some kind of consistency. There was one time Miami actually had a coach that they weren't gonna gonna fire, you know that. Um, and uh, this coach, he held a he held a press conference, and he said, "No, I'm not taking the job." Oh in my Alabama. god! Don't even get on this. And coach then four season. hours later, he was on a flight to Alabama. It's because your dumbass doctor said no. You can't have Drew Brees. I mean, that's blame your doctors. I want. They don't Culpepper. know what they're doing. I wanted Culpepper too. It, it you was, idiot. Because it was a matter of a quarterback with a bad knee or a quarterback with a bad throwing shoulder. And I said, ah, give me the one with the bad knee. And Drew Brees wasn't Drew Brees at the time. Don't get me wrong. Since then. He was better than Cole. Only thing Culpepper ever did is have Randy Moss catch huge yeah, jump balls. I get it. I got it. I got it. I get it. I understand. Okay? I know all about it. All right? But <laughs> since then, Drew Brees is my favorite quarterback in the NFL. Oh, maybe all time. Between Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Dan Marino, I don't know. I, don't, I, I can't pick one. But I've actually watched Drew Brees' career from beginning to end. And the guy's amazing. I mean, six foot tall, and the records he holds, and the records he's still going to break. He's, he, nobody talks about him as the best quarterback ever, but he's up there. He's, he's really, really up there. Maybe not best ever because everyone's going to argue the Super Bowls, and I'm going to throw out my same Terry Bradshaw has four Super Bowl rings. Argument and Dan Marino has Jesus, done. don't even get on this right <laughs> now, man. Like it's just not worth it. Like you're you're gonna lose again and again and again and again. Anyway, but Drew Brees needs to be spoken about amongst the top quarterbacks of all time, a hundred percent. And I don't mean just the top of all time. I mean like the top few. If you want to call it three, five, seven, I'll say whatever. ten. I think he might be better than that. <laughs>
If you want to talk about somebody who, if you want to get on Marvin Lewis for having up and down years, Drew Brees' teams, I mean, one year they're awful, one year they're good, one year they're awful, one year they're good. So, I mean, I, I think Drew Brees is great too, but I, I don't think he's a top five quarterback. I'll say he's right around 9-10. We're not going to sit here and name them, right? No, nah, we can't. We can't. We can't. We can't. We can't. It'll... It'll take forever because there's so many names to go through, and there's so many guys that, like, I don't know about you, but there's so many people that, like, I've never seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but, I wouldn't even – I mean, some some of the people, like, I get they were good for their era, but, like, it's a completely different game. I don't even think you can count them in it anymore, personally. Like, most of those guys who they think are legends had, like, 50% completion percentage for yeah. their careers. I get that. It, so it's – Not it's even hard. that. Your, the, your argument for Bradshaw would be my argument for why those guys can't be the top quarterbacks. Right. Not even that. You, I could also make an argument, uh, Dan Marino played 12 game seasons. What if he played four more games? You know what I mean? I mean yeah, and that's why imagine, I think O.J. Simpson imagine. is maybe the greatest <laughs> running back ever because he only ran yeah. in 12 game seasons and still went over 2,000 yards, which is amazing. Imagine. Just what he did with one more game. Yeah, I, don't, I can't even imagine what either of their numbers would be Yeah, with, with that. Uh, um, Boomer, have you been paying attention to what's been going on with Jimmy Butler? Because it's weird. It's, it's like a weird story. Yeah, so like I've heard about it on Sports Talk Radio. I've read some of it on Twitter. Uh, I'm, you know me. I'm just not a big NBA uh, fan. I think it's a pussy league, and I think it's, I think it's stupid. I think they let them travel because that's what their fan base let wants. Travel, let them carry. Yeah, it's stupid. The, the league is stupid. It's retarded. For some reason on Twitter, they act like it's the greatest thing ever, but nobody watches the goddamn games. It makes no sense to me. Uh, the ratings are horrible. Uh, until the finals, and there's still nothing. Like, the finals games don't even equal, like, a regular season game but of, of the NFL. And the finals but, uh, and the playoffs last three months. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Not a fan of the NBA, but, yeah, so pretty much he challenged this whole team because I've heard Carl, Carl Anthony challenge his little bitch, and same with Andrew Wiggins. I've heard it before this all happened. Yeah, but and he was yelling at, <laughs> at Tom Thibodeau, too, and the GM. Yeah, well, that guy's an idiot. They should have never hired that piece of shit. That was a horrible coaching hire. What? Why? Tom Thibodeau sucks, man. He, I like Thibodeau in Chicago. No, what do you mean? He ran that team into the ground. No, he didn't. Injuries ran that team into the ground. Derrick Rose it, never know, being healthy ran that team into the ground. Oh, you no, mean physically? Like, he physically ran the team into the ground? Yeah, like that's what he does. Like he, like he doesn't give people breaks. Like he's intense, like all the time. And if, once you're in the NBA level, you can't do that anymore. Like I get it in college and stuff like that, but the NBA, there's 82 games. You gotta, you gotta let people take breaks, man. Like that's just. LeBron played every game last year. Just saying. What you say? LeBron played every game last year. Just saying. Yeah, but he doesn't practice. He doesn't go to practices. Talking about practice. But that's the first time LeBron's ever done that as well, though. So, yeah, yeah. But he also did it because uh, they, the NBA did the right thing and restructured the way they do the schedules and didn't have yeah, so many back-to-backs. Back back yeah. Um, but the Jimmy Butler thing, I, it's coming out now that, like, he held a uh, players-only meeting to like clear yeah, the yeah. air, but some players apparently uh, apparently weren't ready for it. That was a ten-minute warning, Boomer. Just so you know. Yeah, we're uh, almost that's, at forty that's minutes. What I just leaned over. It just gave me a ten-minute warning. That was crazy. Yeah, we're almost ten at minute. forty already. 
Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I guess your rant for baseball really went for a long time. Uh, it was for a while, yeah. I think it was like a good eight, <laughs> nine minutes. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's just weird because he held a players-only meeting. Uh, some players are saying that there was no meeting. I don't know if maybe they weren't there. He ran. This is the, be- the best part about this story is that he told them that uh, you fucking need me. You can't win without me. And then... <laughs> Ran a scrimmage game with the third stringers and beat the starters, and I think that's awesome. Um, but I don't know. There's a report coming out that this might have been set up for the media. He might just be doing this. Might be set up by his camp just just to get media attention. He's still looking to get traded, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it's weird. It's really weird. I mean, yeah, there's always weird shit coming out of the NBA, man. I, I just I don't get it either. Um. Another crazy situation that happened. First of all, let's talk about the fight. McGregor could be the actual fight, the one in the fucking octagon, not the stupid shit that took place after. We can talk about all of it. We will, we will, but let's first talk about the real fight. Um, I saw highlights, I didn't watch it. Um, I watched it. It it looked to me like Khabib basically had the upper hand the whole time. No? No. That's what the highlights highlights. made it look like. Yeah, it did. Well, pretty much what happened is Khabib, anytime McGregor was starting to whoop his ass, he would go to the ground and stall. And when he'd go to the ground, he wouldn't do anything. No, no, no. There's a difference between going to the ground and, like, wrestling and trying to submit people. Uh, but when at the first couple of rounds when he was going to the ground, he was just doing it to stall tactics. Like, he wasn't doing anything. He was just kind of laying on McGregor, not trying to make any moves. To me, it was a total bitch move. I don't respect Khabib at all. I, I, I was all for Connor. I think Khabib, I don't. I, I thought it was a, he was a, it was a shit fight, and I give him no credit for winning. If the show last week would have recorded, then people would have known that I said Connor was going to get his ass beat. He didn't get his ass but beat, though. But he lost, though. so he, he it's good enough. Out, but... It doesn't matter. Proved my point, he lost. That's all I needed. I just needed him to lose. <laughs> uh, but the fight that happened afterwards, um, I think it's a bad look. It's a real, real bad look that this stuff keeps happening for, for UFC. I think this Khabib guy is making himself look stupid as shit. He's like all over Instagram saying stupid shit. The yep. guy is just, I, I think he might be an idiot. I don't know. Uh, I think it's hilarious that people keep putting up all these pictures of Moses from the office and saying that that's Moses, where he's Moses, been. Yeah, yeah. Moses, yeah. Moses, yeah. And, yeah, it's and so funny. Did you see I, I just, the one of I just, the bear? I think the guy's an idiot. I, I really do. Did you see the bear that they keep putting up like pictures of bears or like Bears like fighting, and it's like, oh, Khabib training for for his rematch with, oh, with yeah, Conor McGregor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, the fight is ridiculous. He jumped over the cage because people, with a flying kick because they were yelling about his father and his country and his religion. Like, dude, don't you hear that all the time? Grow up, man. Seriously, I mean, I understand that for some people it's a sensitive topic and whatever. <laughs> But I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, if seriously. I just want to fight against somebody, I can give two shits less especially, about anybody saying shit to me. It just shows this guy's weak-minded. Especially if the person who's yelling at me, it's their boy that I just beat. Yeah. I don't have any, I don't have to say anything. I just beat your boy, who obviously you're not tougher than because he's in the UFC. You're not, so I know I'll beat you. It was just stupid. It was just dumb. I think they're both they're both getting suspended. It came out today, actually. Um, yeah, I think they're I think they're only suspending McGregor because of being 
being a fucking bitch. Nope, it said today they're both getting suspended. No, I know that they are, but I'm saying the o- I think the only oh. reason they're suspending McGregor is because Khabib is being a little bitch. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of got to agree with you because I don't think... McGregor didn't do anything other than defend himself. He got attacked. He, yeah. He got court. attacked. From the front and the back. <laughs> I know. And the guy who hit him from the back, ooh, that chin shot really almost connected. He's lucky it didn't. McGregor took a nice swing at him. Um, well, McGregor even called the jail and told the uh, the jail because they arrested those three guys that yeah, jumped in the ring to fight him. Yeah, and yeah, he even, Dana White he even called the arrested. jail and let him let said let him go. I'm not pressing any charges. So yeah, but he he was probably waiting for them outside. <laughs> That's probably why. All right, so let's try this again. We'll get into something that you texted me earlier that I thought was a really good topic. I haven't heard anybody comparing these. Um, who's the best tight end in the league? I was asking if Greg Olson could be in the conversation, but he's not because of injuries. But we agree that Cam Newton has a lot to do with it. He's a, he's a really good tight end, but probably not one or two. Yes? Yeah, I agree. He's definitely not one or two. I, I think he's right in the range of somebody, uh, Zach Ertz, Greg Olson, yeah. uh, this year, Cooks for the Raiders, but they're they're not one or two. I wouldn't put Cooks there yet. Well, I said just this year, yeah, not in his whole career. Not even for this year, I wouldn't. Oh, jeez, come on! Only two good games. I have more fantasy team boomer. Trust me, no tight end has lots of good games. <laughs> well, the two that we're about to talk about do. So who's they the best tight end? Both. I made up my mind as soon as you texted it to me. I want to know who you know, boomer. Rob Gronkowski. Perfect. Or Travis Kelsey? For me, my money is going to always be on Gronk right now. Uh, I, I, there's everybody that I know that I've listened to on Sports Talk Radio likes Kelsey. I disagree. Love Kelsey. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of people do. You know why? He's he's new, he's young, he's cocky, he's flashy. But Gronk is still just the best. Uh, even though he's like a robot out there and people still can't stop him. Uh, they had one bad game where they really fell apart against the Lions. Um, other than that, you, I think you'll start, especially now Josh Gordon, if he can get worked into the offense, you're going to really see Gronk start and get in single coverage again. Uh, you won't be able to double team him, and he's going to be just as good as he always is. Uh, I don't think yet, I know teams do it a little bit, will double Kelsey, but they don't give the attention to Kelsey. They don't have the game plan around like you do around Gronk. Uh, so that's a huge factor in it, not just statistics and touchdowns. People have to change their game plans when Gronk is on the field. Uh, so for me, I think Gronk is still the best tight end in the NFL. Kelsey is pretty good, but I don't think he's close to being on Gronk's level. Uh, so I agree with what you said about the defenses don't have to game plan around Kelsey the same way they do for Gronk and stuff like that. But, Boomer, look at the differences in the offense. Who, el- who else are they going to have to double right now? Who else are they really going to have to give attention to right now? On the Patriots. I know Josh Gordon's there. I know um, uh, Edelman's back for them. But they don't need double coverage. Josh Gordon, not yet. He might at some point during the season. I get that. But it's been for years now that you had a game playing around Gronk, even when they were good. If you didn't game playing around Gronk, he licked you up. I mean, that's what it comes down to. True. But Travis Kelsey's playing with maybe one of the best offenses in the league. And, I mean, right now it is the best offense in the league, but I'm, I'm saying maybe only because there's still a second-year quarterback behind there. Who knows how the rest of the season's going to go. But Tyreek Hill, arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL this year. 
Um, you know, their running game is pretty good. Don't look at me like that. Tyreek Hill's having a great year. Tyreek he Hill's is, but a boy, I, I mean... But I was just looking at some stats, like I like to do, while you were running through what you were saying. And, boom, I gotta tell you, in eight years, Rob Gronkowski has 7,487 yards. So let's call it 7,400, or let's call it 7,500 yards, right? Yeah. Eight years, 7,500 yards. Travis Kelsey in... That's also including the games this year so far. Yeah. Okay? So Travis Kelsey from for from 2014 to the games played so far this year has 4,300 yards. So he's on pace to basically have the same amount of yards as Gronkowski by the time they, you know he's at eight years also. Um, well, now, now look at this factor. Look at how many games Gronk has played in eight years. And look at how many games Kelsey has missed. Because Gronk has missed a lot of games and still put up all that yardage. A lot of games. Yeah, it's not showing me how many games he's played in each season on this. Should, but it's not. Well, we all know he's been injured a lot anyway. So, I mean, yeah, for, one year, for one year, he was almost out, I think, almost an entire year. There um, we go. So. He's played a total of 107 games. Okay. Okay, and Kelsey... So he's averaging he's averaging about what? So that's about seven seven point four yards per per wow. seventy four yards per game. Kelsey has seventy already. Per yeah, so they're what? He's thirty four games away. Uh, forty seven. <laughs> thirty seven. Thirty seven. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, man. Well, this is why we talk sports so we don't do math. <laughs> yeah, well, I gotta do math for work sometimes, so. Sucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I could see, I could see, that, yeah, I guess that kind of blows my argument out, but I'm still taking, I just hate, I hate Gronk, I hate the Patriots. Maybe that's oh, I love Gronk. Yeah, I love Gronk. <laughs> uh, you gotta, you gotta love a big dumb white bread, you know, I, it's hilarious. He's such, I hate. funny i don't he's good he's great um honestly i think he's crazy for still playing i think he like wants to be in a wheelchair after having all those back surgeries i think he's nuts um i think he's gonna play until brady brady quits is what he's gonna do yeah which is probably in the next two to three years uh yeah i'd say one to two yeah yeah i'd say maybe one two years after this year Hopefully. this match it can't come soon enough that's all i really know <laughs> um, <laughs> Look at these Dolphin right. fans. So yeah, AFC East fans in general. Yeah. Uh, let's end the show. Let's do some NFL pick 'em. We're gonna pick winners of this week, and we're gonna start with the Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. And you know what I'm gonna do? By the way, if what? it doesn't if it doesn't sound terrible. I'm going to add some, like, football-ish background music on this segment right. right here. That's what Makes sense. Do. That's what yeah, I'm going like, to do. Like, one, the autumn wind is a raider kind of shit. Like what? <laughs> the, autumn wind, the autumn wind is a raider kind of shit. What? NFL films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the NFL <laughs> films one or maybe the Fox one or maybe uh, the ESPN one. I don't know. I got to find what, what, what sounds nice. I got to find one, but I'll do it. Um... 
Yeah, knock it back here to my head now. <laughs> Alright. I don't hear it in my head. It's playing. You can hear it. Buccaneers at Falcons. Boomer, you start. Uh, for me, I would have to go Falcons. Um, they're in desperation mode. They should have a way better record than what their record is. They're a better team than what their record states. Uh, Jameis Winston, I don't think he's accolated back into that offense yet, even though they're coming off a bye. Um, I just don't think Jameis has ever gotten to the level that people expect him to be, and I don't know if he ever will because there's so much pressure on him. I think they quit on Fitzpatrick too soon. I think they should have let him roll until at least till the bye. bye. Like now, maybe after this week, if he struggled, they should have let him finish out games. Um, all in all, I, I just think the Falcons, even though they're injured all over that team, they're just all still a better team than Tampa Bay, I think. So, I needed a bye week quarterback this week. Um, Drew Brees is on a bye. And my choices, basically, were Jameis Winston or Eli Manning. Should have came in for a trade, baby. No, I didn't have time. I don't have time. And, and trade, <laughs> oh, yeah, I reminded you. Trade for what? For a one week? I don't need to trade for one week. But what I did do is I started Jameis Winston, so I hope what you say is absolutely wrong. The Falcons, for the most part, have a Swiss cheese defense. I'm hoping Jameis maybe could only limit himself to one interception and maybe a touchdown or two. <laughs> That's the no problem. Maybe 250, 260 yards, a touchdown, two touchdowns to Mike Evans. One to Cameron Brake would really help me in fantasy also because I had to, you know, Ben Watson's on a bye, so... What was that? Uh, huh? That Who's was that telling us? Do we get 10 minutes again? No, no, that was just a text message, right? My business has got nothing to do with you. Uh, <laughs> it does, because I can hear it. It's all in my business. <laughs> but yeah, a touchdown to Cameron Brady. These people need to leave you alone. A touchdown to Cameron Brady would be nice. Uh, touchdown. I'll take one to Mike Evans as long as I'm not, I'm not playing him. I don't care. But uh, I think Tampa Bay Buccaneers actually might be able to pull this one off downslide. I think Calvin Ridley needs to show up. They need to get him involved. I think that's a big part of their offense. Yeah, I mean, he's when he does good, they look good. I mean, they still haven't won. I think they've won one game when he did really good, but all in all, they've just been struggling. Chargers, Browns in Cleveland. I'm, I'm going uh, I think Chargers pull this one out. I think Browns take another loss. The defense obviously has been keeping them in games. It's what's been giving them any chance to win. I mean, their offenses look pretty good. They're still putting up points. There's a couple of games they put up a lot of points, but their defense is keeping them in these games. But I am kind of falling in love with the one-two punch of Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. I think the speed of Eckler just completely reshapes what that offense is. It reminds me of Damian Tomlinson and Darren Sproles back in the day for the Chargers. And Phillip Rivers was one of the best quarterbacks in the league at that time. And I know he's older now, but people still love his arm. I'm not a Phillip Rivers fan personally because I just think he's a bitch. To put it quite simply, I, I just, I've hated Jay Cutler and Phillip Rivers their whole careers. Um, I oh, I like Jay Cutler. <laughs> I hate him even more now. And I compare him, I compare them, I put them in the same category as uh, it's Jay Cutler, Jay Cutler, Phillip Rivers, Sidney Crosby and Cristiano Ronaldo are the four how biggest can, bitches. How can you hate somebody like Jay Cutler who just doesn't give a fuck about anything and it's completely awesome? Like, he don't say shit to get you mad. You don't give a fuck what you say about him. You don't give a fuck about nothing. He's just out I there just being Cutler. I wish he cared. 
Maybe if he cared, my season would have went a little bit different than last year. Oh, Jesus, you're blaming him for that? I mean, I'm blaming him because he came in and made $10 million and did nothing. I mean, I, I like him because he doesn't care. I'm kind of a don't-give-a-shit kind of guy in life, too. Uh, whatever happens, happens. And he... I, I, I like his persona, even though everybody... Especially because everybody hates him, and he's still just like, man, I don't give a fuck. You shouldn't care, but I still hate him. Chargers or Browns? <laughs> Uh, I, I like the Chargers. This is when they usually start hitting their stride. They usually start off pretty slow. Uh, this year they did start off kind of slow, but still squeaked out some wins. Um, this is usually when they, a part of the year where they start pulling some wins together uh, to make a run at the playoffs. This year they're already kind of set in contention, especially for a wild card spot. I don't think they can win the division. Um, they looked good last week against the Raiders, which wasn't hard because the defense is just embarrassingly terrible. Missing tackles like they're a Division three college football team. Like, it's pathetic. Those D-backs need to get just jacked in the face in practice or something. I don't know. They got to tough it up. It's unbelievable. I've never seen such weak-ass tackling. Same with the week before against the Browns did the same thing. Um, but So, yeah, I think Chargers are going to hit their stride. Uh, Baker Mayfield, for all the hype that everybody loves him, he still only has three touchdowns, three interceptions, and like a couple fumbles. Uh, his defense is carrying him, as you saw last week. It, it, I mean, he can do some electric plays, and I, I like Baker overall as a person as well because he kind of also has that don't give a fuck mentality and does whatever he wants. Uh, but I don't think he was worth the number one pick. So I think I think they lose here, and but all in all for the season, I think they'll probably be right around eight and eight. Or it can't be eight and eight, but seven. What is it? Seven. Eli, one. Seven. <laughs> yeah. What else is new? Um, all right. Let's. Uh, I think we're probably running a full like probably a decent amount over an hour. <laughs> we, okay. So let's let's move it up. Uh, let's move probably a little quicker through each game. A little short explanation we'll each give, and then we'll move on to the next game. Uh, unless it's one we feel really, really, really passionately about. Colts Jets. Um. I, see, the problem with the Colts is their inconsistent running game. I think if they could run the ball, then they probably would win the game. Uh, their defense isn't very good. I'm taking, actually, the Jets' defense to keep them in this game. They're running it in this game. Donald can have a couple touchdowns. The Jets win. One thing for me, NFL, uh, best way to bet it is a team that was unbelievable a week before. You always bet them against next week. They always have a down game the next week. Uh, so for me, Jets played out of their minds, won't play out of their minds this week, and uh, I think the Colts are actually, I think Andrew Luck's really talented, I think they've looked okay, their defense is bad, but I think Andrew Luck gets the win. Okay. This one, if you want to take a little more time on, be my guest. Seahawks Raiders! Uh, I'm going with the Raiders because I hate the Seahawks, I hate Russell Wilson. Uh, I think their team is garbage. I don't think they're very good. Chris Carson may be able to run the ball a little bit, but other than that, they got nothing. Uh, Oakland gets the win. Yeah, uh, I like Oakland here too. Almost exactly what I just said before. Team that looked terrible the week before always does decent the next week, or vice versa. Team that looks awesome. Uh, Seahawks looked awesome. They look way better than what they are against the Rams last week, so they're due to go back to the reality of being a shit offensive line, a shit defense. Um, and the Raiders will probably be able to run all over them. And I hope that's what they do to control the game because their defense is terrible. Uh, Cars had a good season in yardage and everything, but we need to make sure that we can control the game as much as we can right now because their defense is terrible. If they can do that, uh, I think we'll finally get some pressure in a game because we haven't since we traded Khalil Mack uh, because the Seahawks line is so bad. Hard to find. 
Yeah. Pass rushers are hard to find. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, but the Seahawks offensive line is terrible, so I'll go with the Raiders as well across the pond. All right, Panthers at Redskins. Um, Panthers win for obvious reasons. Redskins just aren't very good, and this is the beginning of the end of Alex Smith's career. Really? Yeah, what is he going to do in Washington? Nothing. Well, I mean, I mean they're still right there. The NFC East is terrible. They still have a chance at winning the division. That's how bad it is. I think they're actually in the lead right now. Um, so, I mean, they might make the playoffs yet. Uh, but I think that, for me, Carolina has looked awesome. Cam is finally looking back to his MVP year. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, they finally figured out how to use him correctly this season so far. I think Carolina is pretty good. Um I actually picked them in my pick five in a, in a real contest, but I, I think this game honestly could be a toss-up. I think that the Redskins do have a chance to win it, uh, but I, I'm going to have to go with Carolina, who's actually, I got them at a dog, so. Buffalo at Houston, Texas. Uh, I think the Houston offense keeps rolling. Their defense hasn't been what they wanted it to be uh, so far this season, but that offense is, is close to unstoppable. Besides their running game, Lamar Miller could pick it up. Alfred Blue looked okay last week. Hopefully Lamar Miller gets all the carries because I have him in fantasy. Um, but I'm not I'm not buying what uh, Josh Allen was selling last week. I don't think it's going to happen. Houston, uh, Houston goes. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we're just talking straight up winning, right? Like, not spread because the spread's like 10, I believe. I would probably end up taking Buffalo in the spread just because, like you said, yeah, the Texas defense hasn't. Yeah, the, the Texas defense has not been good. I thought it would be way better than this, getting the Honey Badger, uh, getting J.J. Watt back, getting Whitney Merciless back, and it's not been good. I don't know how it's not. Bill O'Brien's making some really stupid play calls on the goal line that's hurting them as well, uh, letting other teams stay in the game. Um, they should have easily won that Cowboys game, and they let the Cowboys hang around. It was embarrassing. Uh and Bill O'Brien has to do something because I know he's on the hot seat already. Yeah, and he's on the hot seat already, but uh, I think Deshaun Watson's starting to get comfortable with his knee again. He's hitting his stride. Um, So, yeah, I think they they win easily, but I don't think they would cover the 10. Arizona Cardinals at Minnesota Vikings. Arizona just stinks, and that's just the end of it. Um, Their defense... (laughs) They just won. Yeah, they did, but... They still stink. They're still not a good team. Um, their defense was pretty good last week. Offense obviously scored a few points. They won the game. But the Vikings are still one of the stronger teams in the NFC. Their defense can pull it together at all this season. They'll probably be right back in the NFC Championship conversation. Uh, Vikings win. Yeah, so for me, Josh Rosen has looked excellent the last two games. Uh, but he's going against the Vikings defense, who is really good. And Zimmer's going to scheme up against a rookie QB and put pressure on him and make him make quick decisions. And the Cardinals just don't have a good offensive line. They just don't have a good team, even though they just uh, traded for, I can't even remember who they just signed, Kendall Wright, maybe. I, no, there's somebody else. It doesn't matter. But they just traded for a decent receiver. Um, and David Johnson in the backfield. But their line's just so bad. Rosen's due to have a bad game because he hasn't yet. Uh, Vikings, you know, get in his head, shuffle him up a little bit, and I think they end up winning huge. Pittsburgh Steelers at Cincinnati Bengals. For me, yeah, for me, this is, uh, like, betting-wise, it's a complete, for me, stay-away game because I really don't know what's going to happen. The Bengals, 
as we talked earlier about Lewis and the coaching, uh, I mean, right now they look awesome. But, I mean, they were down 17 points in the first half to uh, your Miami Dolphins who then blew the game and didn't even cover the game. Uh, but uh, I just don't know. And I'm not sure which Pittsburgh Steelers team is going to show up personally. So, for me, this is a stay-away game. But if I had to pick somebody, I think I have to pick the Steelers because I think they're 9-1 in their last 10 against each other. And Pittsburgh is just seems to have their number and it's in their head completely. Yeah, I think um, just it's just trending towards Pittsburgh winning this game. Um, Cincinnati shouldn't have even won last week. <laughs> they, they shouldn't have won last week. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, if the Dolphins defense could have held on, they wouldn't have won. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's been kind of up and down all year with the drama, but I think this is going to be an up game for them, like you said, and I think I think they're going to wind up coming out with the with the win. Chicago Bears at your Miami Dolphins. You start, boom, where I'll end it. Uh, I actually like the Dolphins here. I think Mitchell Trubisky on the road is a joke. Well, I was going to um, say too, after having a big game last week, you got to bet the Dolphins, right? But yeah, I mean, I, I still, I think Mitchell Trubisky sucks. I get it through six touchdowns. It's hard to do in the NFL. Um, but it was just kind of one of those games. Uh, I don't think he's a good quarterback. Their defense is unbelievable, though. Uh, that's part of the problem. But the, the Dolphins have just injuries all over their offensive line, their whole team. They're obviously, the, obviously something's going on in the locker room with Devontae Parker. They want to trade him. Nothing's going on in the locker room with him. He sucks. He never plays. He's always hurt, and he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't need. And he doesn't need to be there. That's yeah. Well, on. either way. Um, so I, I, as much as I hate Mitchell Trubisky, and it's on the actually, I would take Dolphins the points, but I think the Bears win. You think the Bears win? Yeah. Just because you're injured so much, man. Well. And that's a great defense. Well, I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> oh boy, you're not a flat bill hat kind of guy. Well, no, 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 no. This hat has never, this hat has never been worn. This, this, this hat just, just hangs out and just, just hangs out. It's just that's a decorative hat. Um, but yeah, no, I honestly do think Miami wins because I think. Chicago overall is a worse team than Miami. I know we have all sorts of injuries, um, but I don't think Mr. Trubisky is going to come anywhere close to what he did last week. He's looked better this year, but this Rashad Jones is still in the backfield. Minka Fitzpatrick got exposed a little bit last week, but you know what? He's a rookie, and it's it's something he'll learn from, and I don't see that happening two weeks in a row. Um, the offensive line has got to stay together. Uh, I, I personally am a Tannehill fan, but it gets hard defending him when he's running away from from defensive linemen all the time and the pockets collapsing. But I do think, and I'm, this is not me being a homer, but I do think Miami is going to win the game. I mean, I can see it. I just, I think it's going to be a really shitty game. So I think it's going to be kind of whoever. That's why I like the points as well. I uh, was at St. Louis, Los Angeles Rams, Denver Broncos. Rams in a blowout. Yeah, I don't even think we need, uh, we don't even need to talk about it. Next. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens, Tennessee Titans. Uh, I hate the Tennessee Titans, so I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. I hate them with the passion. And I think the Baltimore Ravens had their uptick at the beginning of the season. They're on their way down, back to reality, because 
as a team. They're not that great. Uh, Tennessee's riding high right now, and I think Tennessee comes out barely with the win. You know what the spread is there? Uh, it's, it's like two, two and a half. I thought so. Tennessee. No, I hate them. I won't bet on them. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars at the Dallas Cowboys. Taking the Cowboys to win. It's the only <laughs> time they've won all year is at home. They're at home. Uh, it's just, that's the only place they're any good, and that's the way it's going to be. Blake Bortles is Blake Bortles, and it'll be another shitty, low-scoring game, but the Cowboys will end up winning somehow. You want to score? What do I want to score? Yeah, I'll give you a score. You want to score? Okay. Yeah. Twenty to ten, Jacksonville. All right. Take it to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots. Um, I think uh, this is perfectly set up for Patrick Mahomes to take his first L of the year. Yeah, so for me, uh, the Chiefs have actually had the Patriots numbers and number lately. Uh, the last, I think, two or three times they've played them, they've won outright. It's usually at the end of the year when the Patriots aren't usually their best. Uh, this is a later-in-the-year game. Um, but their defense is too bad that Tom Brady is just going to be able to go up and down the field, which Mahomes might be able to as well. But uh, it might come down to last possession, and Tom Brady knows how to that, stall out better. The only person that uh, beats Tom Brady in a shootout is Eli Manning. Oh, God. No, those weren't shootouts. <laughs> but, uh, um, so for me, Tom Brady's going to be able to do what he wants because the Kansas City defense is so bad. But Mahomes might be able to do the same. I think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter, I really do. And I think the over is the play in this game, even though it's super high. I would still take it because uh, I don't see either one of them really stopping each other. But the Patriots at the end will know how to stall better than the Chiefs, and I think they get the victory. That's the Sunday night game. Last game of the week, Monday night, 8.15 Eastern. The San Francisco 49ers against the Green Bay Packers. You go, um, Yeah, for me, I, th I don't think the Packers are that good, but the Niners are missing their best player and quarterback. Um, even though C.J. Beathard from the University of Iowa represent. Uh, has actually not been playing that bad, but their whole team just isn't very good, so the Packers are going to win. I, I mean, probably pretty easy, but I don't think they're very good this year. So, what are you, a bandwagon fan? No, 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 my father's a Packer fan. My father's a Packer fan. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, my uh, Packers win. Uh, yeah, I just think if Aaron Rodgers is there, I'll pick him. I'll pick, I'll pick the Packers. Devontae Adams leading the league in receptions for the past, what is, uh, not receptions, uh, touchdowns for the past four years, I think it is. Um, the kid Allison looks really good. I, I, I like Green Bay. I do. I know you don't, but I do. I they're do. not good, man. Green Bay's they're just not. out with the win. <clears throat> yeah, um, they probably will win, but they're just not very good. So, quick story, just because uh, I just pulled that little helmet out. Um, so, my father's a Packer fan. Uh, obviously... I don't live in Green Bay or Wisconsin or anywhere close. And uh, he always loved watching Brett Favre. That was his guy. So Brett Favre eventually was traded to the New York Jets. I won't go to any football game that's not the Dolphins. In this area, anyway, because it just doesn't make sense. So, Jets-Dolphins, 2009. 
Last game of the season. Brett Favre's the quarterback of the Jets. So my Oh yeah. We go to the game. Me and my father get to see he gets to see Brett Favre as a Packer fan. That's huge. Even though he's not in a Packer jersey, he gets to see his guy. That's the Packers guy. I get to see the Miami Dolphins be the only team to win the division. The not named the New England Patriots oh, yeah. since two thousand one. So, quick little story. We both got to see something awesome happen. In yeah, uh, when you were talking about greatest quarterbacks ever, I was going to uh, – two of my favorite ever. Uh, one is Brett Favre. Love yeah. watching the guy. Just love his attitude and everything, yeah. the way he played, uh, his toughness and everything. Uh, my that. second, and it's not it's not a popular opinion by a lot of people, uh, my second probably favorite quarterback to ever watch would be Michael Vick. Uh, yeah, I, I can definitely see that. I think – uh, people, I think people forget about Vic nowadays. Yeah, he's completely underrated. Completely underrated, and uh, I don't even think it's because of the dog stuff. I think it, I think it is because of the dog stuff, but I think it's because the dog stuff cut his career short. That, yeah, that he's underrated. I don't think it's like because of the dog stuff. Boomer, we we're right around an hour, like twenty, an hour, fifty, something like that. <laughs> so before people are, I don't even know if anybody watched a full hour of whatever it is. Uh, but thanks for watching. <laughs> Instagram. At we are. Uh, we are. We are. No, we aren't. At we the fans network. Twitter at we the fans underscore Ron. Those that's those are the new social media handles. Uh, probably have a Facebook page coming soon. Intros and all this other shit. If you want to be on the show or do something, contribute in any type of way. Get me on social media. If you're listening to the podcast, go see the video. If you're watching the video, go see the podcast. Get Boomer at Live with Boomer at TCB Triple Crown Boomer. We the fans do declare. I don't know. I'll come up with some stuff for that next time. See you next time. Oh, later. <laughs>